Okay. Hey guys, welcome to Savannah Sessions. It's your host, Darlington. Today I am joined by a very special guest, um, a good friend of mine. His name is Lesedi Mochadibane, all the way from Johannesburg. He is an entrepreneur as well as a student. So the student part, um, Lesedi is doing his third year in uh, accounting science at Wits University. And he's also the CEO and founder, co-founder of Campus Connect South Africa. Lesedi, thank you so much for coming to you. Okay, thank you, thank you. Such a cool intro. Um, currently, we don't use the CEO term yet because we're still okay. very, very young as a startup. So now we're just using co-founder. So like everyone is just co-founder, co-founder and so on. But yeah, thanks for such an amazing in intro. Great, man. Um, it's your first time on a podcast. Um, yes, 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 it is. Ah, lovely, lovely, lovely. That's great. Uh, so just tell us a bit about yourself. You know, uh, there's someone listening to this and they want to know who Lesedi is. Tell us, tell us about what you do. And uh, well, but before I get into that, so guys, um, as I said, Lesedi is from Joburg. He's a young entrepreneur and um, very young entrepreneur. We're actually the same age and he's doing really big things. Uh, I'm really excited to be on this podcast with uh, someone who is actually, you know, uh, taking this entrepreneurship journey seriously and creating value in the marketplace. So, yeah, I had to emphasize that, let's say, that you are doing big things. Uh, they need to know. <laughs> they need to know. Uh, so, yeah. As I was saying, tell us, tell us about yourself, man. Okay, so um, I guess, yeah, I'm Lisedi. Um, uh, I come from the township of Fosloris, uh, which, yeah, not a lot of people know about. But then I just tell them that it's in Boxburg. And most people I know say it's pretty far because I actually, um, like, because my parents really cared a lot about my education, they they did their best to kind of like take me to the best schools possible. You know, I didn't come from a well-off family. We just had enough. And my parents always made sure that they gave me sort of the best education. Um, I went to some of the best schools in, in Joburg, even though it took us like, like a long, like we took, we'd travel like maybe three, four hours every day, just from school and um, school, school and back. Um, so I did my primary school at Macaulay house primary. I did my, my high school at Greenside High. And of course, I'm at Vits now. And I guess what kind of inspires me in this entrepreneurial journey is that I've always wanted to do more, you know. I've always wanted to, to make a difference in this world. I didn't want to accept the way things are, you know. I didn't want to accept the way things are. And, oh, sorry, that's just something. Yeah, I didn't want to accept the way things are. I wanted to, you know, try and make a sort of a positive influence on 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 especially my country you know and one of the things that inspired me most is because i grew up in a place where most of the schools weren't really that great um and i was able to make it out make it into vets at make it into vets at 17 um a lot of people in my township were still were like a lot of people older than me still hadn't even finished their matric you know and sometimes i think Nah, it's because they don't work hard enough. Or I would think, I think like, nah, these people, like, they don't take things seriously. But then I also started putting myself in their shoes, you know. And I thought, like, like they never had the parents that I had. They never had parents that really cared about their education, you know. They never got exposed to more than what's, more than just the township, you know. Like, how I got exposed to more than just the township. So they never got a chance to be able to dream those big dreams. So then it made me realize that, um, it made me realize that, there, there is a problem that needs to be solved with the education system, especially in townships that um, right now, the only way really to make it is if you're lucky enough to have parents that care about your education, you know, and I feel like it shouldn't be like that, you know, like I, I agree that I was lucky to have the parents I had, but it shouldn't be that the only chance for you to have good education is because you're either born in a good family or you're lucky to have parents that actually care about your education. So that's kind of one of the main things that inspired me to try and solve that issue, even though I had no idea how to solve it. But I had a strong enough motivation to try and solve that issue and make it so that no matter where you come from, no matter who your parents are, 
like you should be get, you should sort of get access to some of the best education and it shouldn't be by chance you know so that's kind of like me and my motivation for for why i do what i do great 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 and um so your degree choice what made you want to get into finance um so i guess what what kind of drew me to it was like at first at first when i didn't know much about the the field is the salary i knew with that salary i'd like be able to help my family out a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> i'd really yeah. be able to help my family out a lot and you know achieve a lot of things but then as yeah. i grew and matured and what not and started looking into entrepreneurship more seriously i started looking into the ca degree and i saw that most cas ended up becoming cfos a lot of cas would become ceos even you know and i saw that it would actually be a perfect opportunity for me to go into business because if you understand your accounting like basically accounting is what helps you understand business you know it's something it's it's an amazing skill to have in business to be able to understand the numbers to be able to understand yes, how sir. to run the finances of your business you know because there've been many many skilled entrepreneurs who actually don't understand their finances and that made that has made their businesses suffer you know and also especially with like kind of like the scandals of like accountants and what not i know like it might seem sound maybe a little bit naive but i was like a bit worried i was like now i want to be able to handle my finances you know i don't want like if someone is if someone is like robbing my business or whatever i want to be able to actually determine it myself kind of that was one of the the things that i'd say to my friends and what not but either way ultimately the the reason why i wanted to do it was because i knew that it would help me a lot in business and it would give me the skills i need absolutely and guys if you're listening to this CA means chartered accountant and um I like that man uh it's 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 good that you wanted to not only do this for yourself but also for your family it's important that when we do what we do we think of others it's, it's never mm-hmm. about us um great great uh I like that and um also if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this it's so important that you have your financial education straight your personal finance as well as you know business finance you need to know your numbers know how your money is going in and out of the business because yeah. once you've mastered the money game you basically you know you've basically mastered uh, a large part of the foundation of a business so kudos mm-hmm. to you uh city for 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 seeing that at an early age Okay Thanks. so we we know that you're driven we know that uh you're getting into finance and you're doing all these things so you have a company uh Campus Connect tell us about yes. that Okay so Campus Connect um yeah this is this is quite crazy so Campus Connect is a company that I started last year with with uh some some few friends of mine so Campus Connect basically um it's basically uh an edtech company you know it's an edtech company we created a product called the eduhub and the eduhub basically what it offers is animated video lectures and the reason why we went with animated video lectures is uh wait wait before i get there before i get there so we an edtech company focused on creating content for university students so basically sort of like a khan academy but for south african students and having more content related to south african students okay now i can continue back to the to what we do specifically so specifically um we we develop animated videos animated video lectures and the reason why we went with animation is because with our research we did extensive research and we were able to find that animation targets the can target both the visual and auditory parts of the brain which essentially makes it which essentially makes it much easier to break down topics and make students understand concepts much quicker than traditional lectures and then we also provide notes and summaries so that students can focus more on practicing rather than rather than making notes and in an environment like university which is very practice based that is very very critical and last but not least we also offer exam type questions from easy to medium to hard so that students can basically practice incrementally and know exactly where they stand in their course and basically go back where they need to so we put that all in one wonderful package 
and we currently pricing it at a very very student friendly price because we've seen some competitors in the space so far in south africa there's a couple competitors who sell maybe just notes and some of them sell like make notes for maybe like a hundred rands per topic but we decided that we want this to reach every student you know like we know that our service has a very high value and we know if we priced it at its value mm-hmm. a lot of the students who would need it the most wouldn't get access to it so we decided to basically charge it at a much lower rate which is 39 rands a month so for 39 rands a month a student will get unlimited access to all videos mm-hmm. notes and questions for all content in their in their degree basically in their degree so even a yearly subscription is basically cheaper than a textbook a, a 10 month subscription is up almost 500 rands so it's literally cheaper than a textbook for so much value so we offer maximum value for for you know for for less lovely lovely and what made you guys get into edtech how did the idea come about Okay, so um, this is actually something important I want to highlight, you know. Um, one important thing, like, especially all entrepreneurs who are listening right now, is that no idea comes fully formed, you know. No idea comes fully formed. So we never initially just came together and were like, okay, this is the idea we're working on, let's go with it, you know. It took quite some time. We followed the lean startup method. So, you know, the lean startup method, which basically um, says find a problem, do market research on when it, whether it exists, find a solution, uh, do market research on whether that solution is good enough, then create an MVP, which is a minimum viable product, the most cheapest way you can make the product, and then um, test with the people. If people agree, then you continue with your idea. If people don't like it, then you go to the next thing. So what we started with was sort of a e-market. So it's sort of like a, a gum tree for students. That's where we started. That's where we started. And for a couple of months, we were actually on that idea, working on it and doing research on it. We did quite quite a lot of research on it. We spoke to a lot of people on it, um, pitched to, we pitched to one investor on it. And uh, that was kind of like a turning point because we realized that at that time, like it's not necessarily something that we could execute at the time. It wasn't a big enough problem for students at the time, and we weren't going to we weren't going to help out as many students as we as we'd wanted to. But we did have a framework that we wanted to solve a problem that all students face. That was our framework, and our tagline is bringing opportunities opportunities to students and students to opportunities. So that's when we started running through multiple other ideas, running through multiple other ideas to a point where we got to this idea. We got to this idea. Um, we, we pitched the idea to a couple of people. They were really impressed by it. Then we improved on it, improved on it, and then went to our beta phase and then tested it, and then that went well. So yeah, that's that's kind of like how, how we got there. But before we even got to this idea, it took us maybe two two three months and then after that like within four months after that we just skyrocketed because we had we finally had the 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 perfect idea to work on so after that our growth was just exponential great man um hey guys if you're listening to this and you have an idea one thing i picked up from Lucidi's um statement there was an idea is not just enough you know having an idea is not Mm -hmm. enough and the other thing that you must look at is whether or not your idea solves a problem, right? That's the second thing. And the third thing is whether or not people are actually going to use that product. Because yeah. you can manufacture a product, you can do all the branding, you can set up a website, Instagram page, you name it. But if that problem, if that idea doesn't solve a problem or meet a need, then you know it's useless. You know, precisely. So uh, you mentioned the part of doing market research and extensive research for three months, two months. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so important. You need to know if your product actually meets the needs and the demands of the market. So, yeah, that's a very, very important lesson that you need to uh, note the Savannah Nation. That's right, guys. I'm going to start calling you Savannah Nation now. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I found a name for my listeners, Savannah Nation. Um, nice name. That's that's cool. That's cool. Um, so Campus Connect. Okay, how long have you guys been running for now? 
Okay, so we officially started in around May, May mm. last year. And then um, we, but then we only got known in the public eye. We only started um, like kind of like publicly trying to talk, to tell people about our, 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 about our platform, I think in October, in October. Cause um, I think that was when we competed in this big competition, the Red Bull Basement University competition. Yeah, before that competition, we were relatively unknown. We applied to so many of competitions, got cut by so many competitions it's it's not even funny but then in that competition basically what they required was for you to upload a 60 second video where you can basically describe um what your idea is what your idea does and so on and then um, you compete against multiple other entrepreneurial projects against other uh, university students across the country and so we, we we uploaded our video and um long story short we were able to get like over 1200 votes so we ended up being the highest voted project idea um entrepreneurial project in in the entirety of south africa and we were like i think 400 votes ahead of the second place team but then unfortunately the judges didn't think it was good enough to take us to the next stage so we weren't able to make it to the next stage where we would have represented south africa in canada but then either way, that's basically when we started in October. And then through that process from October, we um, in no, um, I think it was end of October slash beginning of November. That's when we did our beta phase. And then our beta phase with like barely any marketing, we got over 800 students like to sign up to the platform when we tested it with them. And like we, we barely did any marketing. And with out of those 800, 200 students signed up within the first five hours which was like really, really crazy for us. We were like really happy. We got a lot of good feedback on how to improve our service. And we also got a lot of good feedback that there is a demand for this, you know. If you get 800 students to sign up to an to a ed and e-learning site within less than a few weeks, you know, without any marketing, you know you're doing something right, especially since a lot of, um, a lot of uh, our users came from word of mouth. So students would be telling other students about us and so on and so on. And then after that, uh, we we got a chance to to compete in some other competitions as well. Um, uh, we got to pitch at a Vusi Timbergaya masterclass, which oh, was yes. like really oh, yes. oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, I was about that, to that go went... into that one. <laughs> so that guys, one went uh, <laughs> let me interrupt you here, guys. No um, Lisedi here met one of my uh, one of my greatest mentors. One of the business uh, giants that I look up to, and that's VC Tembeguayo from South Africa. And for me, it was really exciting to hear that this guy met VC. You know, I've read VC's books, I've watched his masterclasses and stuff. So he's going to tell us the experience of how he met VC and what it was like. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue, continue, sir. Continue. Okay, so, so, so it was a bit of a surreal experience. And for me to explain, like for you guys to understand how surreal it was for me, it was so like, so I, I'll just start um, from the beginning. So I first actually heard about Busi only sometime in January, in January, um, no, Feb, Feb, Feb. That was when I first watched a video of his where he said, start small, start small. Yeah, last year, Feb. So it said, start small while thinking big, you know. And at that time, I hadn't started Campus Connect yet. I had a lot of good ideas. And that video was like, it hit a switch, you know. I was like, wow, you know, just because I have big dreams doesn't mean they unattainable, you know. You just, I just need to start small now. I need to start small, do something now, and then improve upon it and think big, think for the long run. So after that video, I was sort of like hooked on Vusi, you know, like I started watching all of his videos, you know, all of his videos, because for once I got to learn from someone who, you know, comes from the same background as me, you know, the same sort of skin color as me talking about business, you know, someone I could relate to who was teaching very relevant things in business, you know, and like free of charge, you know, you go on YouTube, you can watch a Vusi Timbergaya uh, masterclass, you know, so like I I began that journey like following him like yo i became like a huge fan a really really huge fan excuse me especially when i started campus connect i was super excited i was like i wish i could one day meet him and get advice from him you know so when we did end up going to the vusi timberguire master class um 
we got basically a chance to pitch Campus Connect um, amongst four, no, three other business, three other business ideas. So I got a chance to go up there and pitch it, and then Vusi Temagar said that um, the winner will be decided by the audience in the masterclass. The like, um, basically, whoever makes the most noise for a specific entrepreneur. Um, that entrepreneur will win the the basically the pitching competition. So I went up there, I pitched, I was like, I think I was one of the youngest people at the event, you know, there were a lot of business people, a lot of, um, there were some lawyers there, there were some people in corporate, you know, a lot of people who had way more experience than me, you know. So like me and my co-founders were basically the youngest people there. So we went up and I pitched and then we ended up getting a standing ovation from the crowd. So we won, we won that competition flat out. And it was really crazy because the, 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 the reward for winning the competition was basically six months free mentorship from Vusi, which like, I, that, that was crazy. I mean, this guy, I used to watch him on YouTube. I used to like, you know, follow him on YouTube, learn from him on YouTube and now meeting him in person and basically receiving physical in-person mentorship from him that was just astounding and then we also won uh basically a chance to get into 22 on sloan's growth program so 22 on sloan is basically a startup incubator kind of thing so they basically help you and give you access to a lot of networks and so on so we've gotten like a lot of networks from them we're getting a lot of opportunities from them they're giving us a lot of a lot of um resources and 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 just a lot of networks just to help us take campus connect further but yeah like it was it was probably one of the one of the craziest moments of my life man like i still can't believe it happened to this day it feels so surreal that's cool man that's cool um you know i noticed one thing y'all niggas went scared to you know go and hunt for opportunities you went into competitions you went yeah. for master classes, uh, you know, you were, you were amongst people who are in the corporate world, you were amongst lawyers, established entrepreneurs, and you just had this idea, you had this small business, and, you know, you had faith in your idea, you know? Yeah. And I, I really admire that because uh, if you don't believe in your idea, man, no one's mm. going to believe it in, in that idea as well. So the way you see that idea is the way the world is going to see it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. savannah nation listen to that again the way you see your idea is the way people are going to see it deep that yeah so i i i i understand um i understand that you guys expose yourself to those opportunities and what did you learn from Vusi during those six months Oh no, what? like the six months is basically, we still have like, I think, uh, five months left or so, five or four months for of the oh, mentorship. Okay. So okay. there's still a lot more we're going to learn. But either way, oh, like from right. our first meeting, from our first meeting with him, um, we, we learned that he's like a very chilled guy, you know? Like he's he's a very funny guy. He kept cracking jokes, you know, kept cracking jokes like about university and about how he wished something like Campus Connect was there when he was in university, you know. So he made jokes about that. And then he also like, you know, he can make jokes, but also be serious as well, you know. So we're we're basically struggling with one of the revenue models that we wanted to 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 execute. So we're really stressed about it. We weren't really sure how to execute it. So we're just asking him there. We're, we're discussing it, pitching campus connect to him. And then he so he didn't give us the straight answer, but he gave us the answer we needed, you know. You know, it's that thing where someone doesn't unlock the door for you, but they give you the key to unlock the door. So he gave us he gave us the key we needed. And then we realized that, whoa, maybe we're looking at this problem the wrong way. Then we're able to basically like basically kind of like sort out that problem and kind of have an idea of how to solve it. So, yeah, from our first meeting with him. Yeah, he's very, very knowledgeable, very friendly, easy to get along with. And like he's he's he, like he you know he lives up to the hype you know like he lives up to the hype especially his his business acumen you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah cool and and how many co-founders are you at campus connect okay so there's five of us there's five of us so right. um so yeah it's it's kind of crazy like how we met so the first co-founder i actually went to primary school with him 
his name is Ramoabi, Ramoabi Matawane. So yeah, yeah, this story will get confusing, guys. So yeah, you can pause and rewind if you need to hear. So I met him. In, <laughs> so I met Ramoabi Matawane in primary school. Um, so he was one of the smartest guys I knew in primary school. You know, he was like always one of the top achievers. And then we went our separate ways. He went to Parktown Boys. I went to Greenside High School. And then when he was at Parktown Boys, he met another co-founder who's Wama Shudu Mukeli. And then they became close friends. They became close friends. And then in university, in university, I met them again. I met Ramabi again. I was like, hey, man, we haven't seen each other since primary school. You know, and then I then through through Ramabi, I became friends with Wamashudi, you see. So we became friends, the three of us. And then um, since me and Ramabi were in different degrees from Wamashudu at the time, Wamashudu ended up meeting our other co-founders, Ntwanano Ngobeni and Daniel Chikava. So he met them, he met them, they became friends. And then in second year, then we all basically met each other for the first time all together, all at once, you know. And then we developed like a really cool friendship. We developed a really cool friendship. You know, we chilled. I think it was last year when we all met together officially. We chilled for some time for the first half of the year. And then, and then halfway through the year, we decided, you know what, guys, let's actually, we like, we, we had a good understanding of each other. So we're like, you know what, guys, let's actually, um, you know, tackle, let's actually tackle this entrepreneurship thing, you know, because we all had that kind of like mindset. We all had that vision of we want to do something big. So we're like, you know what, instead of us doing it all alone, let's all leverage each other, you know, work together as a team and, you know, start Campus Connect. And that's basically, that's basically how we started. That's basically how we started. Great. And I like the concept that you guys understood each other. And listening to that story, it's as if y'all niggas were meant to be, man. Like <laughs> some 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 destiny right there. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. And you know, um I also realized the importance of a good team. Yeah, Maxwell said good people make good teams. I'm not sure if it's John Wooden or John Maxwell, but yeah, he says that good people make good teams. It's so important that you have a team of people who understand the vision and a team of people who also are skilled and knowledgeable. And you know, it, it, it has to be a team of people who are driven, who know what you're trying to achieve. You need to be able to trust your partners, you know, mm. where, where if you're probably handling finance, if let's just say you leave the country, you, if you leave Wamashudu uh, in yes. charge of finance, he can do it, you know. Yeah. If, if, if you leave yeah. your other friends, you know, in charge of this, they can do it, you know, where y'all niggas can be accountable for each other's efforts. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, okay, so... Your company started, we talked about how your company started and, you know, how you tackled the opportunity. Let's, let's talk about the behind the scenes. We see you guys out here on Campus Connect. We see you guys on Instagram posting videos. We see the cool logos. We see the website. We see the yeah. product reviews. We see all that good stuff, all that hard work. Let's talk about the hard work itself. What was it like yeah. to fund a company? Because uh, I'm... I, to my understanding, you guys, you bootstrapped. You actually yeah. used your own money to fund yeah. this business. So you guys, you guys are students and, you know, you, you yourself are on a bursary and, you know, and, you know, your other friends are probably students as well. Y'all niggas are just yeah. students. How was it possible for you now to put your money together to forego other things? Just... Tell me about the hard work and the effort that you guys put in and the concept of actually finding your own vision, your own dream, your own business idea. Yeah, man, like, oh, it was not easy. I must say, like, really not easy. It was probably one of the hardest years of our lives, you know, because, um, yo, we had to invest so, so much money. Like, we're trying, we're like, some of us have bursaries, right? So we had to save all the bursary money we had. And some of that money was for groceries. So some of us, like, ended up eating, like, dry bread, you know, eating dry bread, like, eating noodles every night just to save as much as possible, you know, saving as much as possible so that we can have enough money to invest in the business. Some of us had part-time jobs we were working at. So it was, like, 
the the amount of money we saved it was just really 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 hard you know like yo yo like even when when we ended up going back home from res you know like a lot of our parents were like really like they were heartbroken to see how like how like how skinny we'd gotten like because <laughs> we'd been barely eating and like they like how how much pressure it puts on us you know and what people don't even know is that like we even got we even got conned man like we lost about 10k 10k imagine 10,000 and when you were a student when you were a student um and you were in the early stages of your startup entrepreneurial journey that's a lot of money man like it's really really a lot of money you know um and especially it's cause like the thing is a lot of people will take advantage of your age you know when you're young when you're starting this thing when you're 19 you know and you like the thing is there's a lot of things you won't know you know there's a lot of things you won't know like uh, when we started off we 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 hired this developer and because we didn't really know enough about the industry we didn't know enough about developers the guy was the guy actually overcharged us you know we didn't even know at the time we didn't even know at the time the guy and then the guy ended up missing deadlines all the time he missed all so many deadlines and then when it was finally time to deliver a platform he delivered a horrible platform it was unusable like imagine you pay 10000 rands for a platform where you can't even sign in like there was literally a button on the site that said button like it didn't have any text it just said button <laughs> oh my god <laughs> imagine imagine and these guys yeah. had like a professional looking site their site looked so professional like when I we met imagine. them in person you know you know so it was it was crazy you know and then we saw that and we were like nah dude nah dude you've been missing deadlines left right and center and now when it's finally time to deliver you give us this and we're like nah dude we want a refund we want our money back and then the guys like oh pay okay, back you know, the money pay back <laughs> the money <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the guy yeah, plays yeah. with us he's like Yeah, you know what? Yeah, um, we can't just we can't pay it back this month. Just give us just a week or two to sort out our finances, and then we'll pay it back. We'll pay it back all that. And just told us nonsense, and then two weeks later, we're like, dude, okay, we can't wait any longer. We need that money. And then the guy blocked us, like he blocked all of us. Like we tried contacting them, blocked all of us everywhere, you know. And unfortunately, we can't afford a lawyer to go and sue these guys you know yeah. like we, we already lost 10k we can't go and lose another 10k so then that that kind of made us more resilient you know it made us we actually learned how to develop the platform ourselves you know so we basically developed it ourselves everything you see there is us we developed the entire thing ourselves here yeah. are you serious yeah. you guys did the programming you guys designed the website by yourself Yeah so we did the designing and all of that. That is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. You put matters into your own hands. That's so cool. Wow. You hear that guys? You need to stay woke in these streets because uh you know especially for you if you're really young, uh most people don't uh you know, they don't really take they won't really take you seriously so you need to go that extra mile uh you need to actually just be more careful who you deal with and you know just just watch out because yeah people will pounce and yeah, i wouldn't see my boss I, i get you man i get you so um what made you carry on man cuz i can imagine uh you know you've cut out your your spending on certain things uh you don't eat as much as you do even the kind of just for interest sake what kind of noodles eat? which brand which brand which product you uh, you know maggie two minute man maggie, that, that's the one like you know, maggie yeah. all the way all the <laughs> it's way the og it's the og uh, the og yeah man but yeah i i just like to know man like what kept you guys going because i can imagine 10k is a lot of money bro that's a lot of money How did you then keep on going? How what made you press on towards that goal that you had? Um I guess like you know just to emphasize like it wasn't easy, okay? It really wasn't easy. It was a hard pill to swallow. But I guess what 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 made us continue was that we really we really really believed in the problem we're trying to solve, you know? And that's just a little piece of advice I want to give to entrepreneurs, you know? You should 
don't fall in love with your solution fall in love with the problem because if you fall in love with the solution you might end up creating a falling in love with the solution that's not solving a problem but if you fall in love with the problem you'll understand that your solution is not good enough and you'll always strive to your best to make sure your solution fits that problem so so that's kind of like what 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 kept kept us going you know because our solution took a hit there you know um not having a platform you know the solution took a hit but then we saw the problem and we're like there's no ways there's no ways on earth especially after we got 1000 votes for that um for that red bull competition we're like there's no ways we're going to let those students down those students believed in us you know if we got the highest voted project in the entirety of south africa that means we were doing something right and we needed to make sure that we deliver the best student the best platform possible for all students out there you know so that's kind of like what what kept us going and also a sense of purpose you know you should have a long term vision a long term vision that will keep you going you know a long term vision and i think uh, elon musk sums it up well you know because Elon's Elon Elon Musk's ultimate goal is for humans to be a multi-planet bearing species, you know. And whether you agree with him or you think he's crazy or whatever, like one thing you've got to admire is his willingness to dream that big, you know. He's nowhere near going to Mars now. Okay, of course like he's still improving and what not and what not, but he's nowhere near going to Mars and having an, a colony within the next 2-3 years. But you can see that because of that motivation even when tesla i mean tesla and spacex failed like spacex actually failed three times they failed three launches um like imagine three launches that's a lot of money you know and he was still able to keep going because of that ultimate vision you know so i feel like if he could handle three space um space launches failing i mean like we can handle losing 10k you know especially if we targeting improving the state of education in in south africa and africa as well as a whole you know if that's our big vision you know thing you know very small thing we shouldn't be stopped by something as little as that in the long run you know so that's kind of like what what kept us going and for anyone listening now i highly suggest you have a sense of purpose for the long run you know don't be motivated by money because i feel like money is sort of like one of the weakest motivators in my opinion you know because i feel like being able to help people and and make a difference is more rewarding than any amount of money you know and if you are, if you do help people and you do make a difference you will get money as a byproduct you see so that's that's a much better way of seeing things you know so we so so that's that's like my 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 two cents on that okay so so so, so an entrepreneur is not necessarily going in this for money but to solve a problem mhm Exactly that. So, if you're listening to this and you want to start a business, ask yourself this question: What problem am I solving? Uh, I remember I watched a masterclass by Vusi, and you know someone mm-hmm. pitched a business, and then Vusi is like, "Hey man, what problem are you solving?" And that's essentially it. You know, what problem are you solving? That's that's always the million dollar question what problem are you solving exactly. so if you're not solving any problem don't expect anyone to pay you money simple mm-hmm. yeah okay okay and what is, what is it like to balance school and you know running a business cuz you know man you're doing accounting science it's pretty it's a pretty difficult degree yeah. you, you know you're running a startup that is actually gaining traction a startup that is you know increasing in terms of sales revenue user base you know all those things are happening how do you then manage that yeah i mean you could say you don't <laughs> no i'm just playing like um it's it's hectic it's really really hectic you know? yeah, like, yeah yeah like like if i'm going to be honest it's not for everyone it's not for everyone because you you have you sometimes have a business meeting at the same time you have an important 
TAT. So an important TAT is like a revision, a revision for an important test or something like that. So you miss that because you have an important business meeting and you can't miss the business meeting, you know. So now you have to go into a test without going to a certain TAT that would have helped you be more prepared for the test and whatnot. And sometimes you really just fall behind with your course, you know, like, yo, we, like, we felt behind a lot, you know, like, um, it, it was really hard, man. It was really hard. Like, cause even for me personally, like I was on the brink of failing my, my, my major. So if I failed my major, I would have repeated the whole year. Well, I wouldn't have even been able to repeat, you know, because I would have lost my bursary and my parents wouldn't be able to afford the next year, you know? So that was the pressure that I was on myself. You know, I had this big startup that I had a big vision on. So I knew I couldn't fail there. But then I also had my degree here and I knew that if I failed in this degree, then it's KO for me. You know, I, I can't come back. There's no coming back from that. So like I, I was in a, between a rock and a hard place. So I had to, I had to succeed at both. I couldn't fail at either. And it took, a, it took a huge toll, man. Like it takes a toll on you, you know, like there was a point where I actually went to the hospital because of the amount of pressure and stress um, from running the business and, you know, and so on. So it, it wasn't easy, man. It wasn't easy. Luckily, you know, I made it. I literally just made it with my major. I made it like with like a 50 on the dot, you know, a 50 on the dot. And like that, that was way too close. And like even this year, things are still hectic. Things are still hectic because last year was just our beta phase, you know, that was just like our testing phase, you know. And I know we did a lot of crazy things, you know, we did a lot of crazy things. But this year, you know, I feel like it's our year. and. Things have been very hectic. I've even been invited to speak at a startup huddle. Um, so basically, I'm going to be speaking about um, Campus Connect at this other entrepreneurship uh, event there. And I have to go to um, an Alan Gray event as well, which is sort of a, uh, my, my bursary. It's my bursary. So like there's an important event. I have to go there. And I have four tests next week, you know, and like it, it's just hectic. I haven't even started studying for any of them because I've been so busy with Campus Connect, you know. So those those are the kind of situations you kind of put yourself in, you know, because business is demanding, course is demanding. Then you also have other, you know, obligations to handle, you know, because I always take time to basically compete in ideation competitions. So Campus Connect is not the only thing I do with my time. I compete in multiple ideation competitions. Like I competed in an MIT GSL competition, ended up winning the audience best voted startup idea. I competed in a KPMG innovation challenge a few weeks ago, and I got the top five business ideas in the country. So because I put a lot in my schedule, it really messes up with my with my academics at times. It messes up with Campus Connect. It mess like the whole like sometimes it's just a lot to handle, and I get burnout like nobody's business, man. Like yo, burnout for me is almost like a common thing at this point. You know, sometimes take some time to take a rest. You know, take some time to take a break. You know, sometimes don't take every single opportunity that comes your way. Like you need to learn how to prioritize things, you know, and that's kind of hard when you're starting out because you want to try and do everything you, you can, you know, you want to try and take every opportunity, you want to try and get the learning experience and whatnot. But then ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're not able to, if you burnt out all the time and you can't even operate, I mean, what's the point of going to all those things, you know? So that's that's kind of like the advice I'd give, although... Although I, I probably don't follow it myself, I still do, do a lot, but that's that's some advice I would give to students who want to try and handle their course and entrepreneurship as well. Wow. This spoke to me, man, because lately that's what I've been trying to deal with. Um, not taking every opportunity that comes my way, knowing what to take, because a lot of the times we just want to put everything on our plate and we forget that we're human beings. You know, mm. Uh, mm. and and sometimes we want to be busy for the sake of being busy. Uh, I think it's just so important that you know what is for you and you stick to only those things that are, you know, according to your purpose and know that each season mm. has its own requirements. Know what exactly. to do in the season that you're in and don't make your plate too full. So, for example, you are a student and mm. you have a business. There's no way that you would now then take on another business 
uh, or, you know, start running another startup when you have a degree to attend to and, you know, you have another startup to attend to because the things are just too many. So you need to know uh, what is yours because the other thing is you need to also balance your health. You need to balance your spiritual life. You need to balance your mental health, your physical health. Everything needs attention. So there needs to be some sort of, you know, apportionment. There needs to be some sort of allocation for each part of your life, you know. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're a Christian like I am, you know, um, yeah. uh, and you're listening to this, you know, there's that part that says, "What does it matter if a man?" Let me paraphrase this because <laughs> I don't know how exactly it says, but you know, it says, "What does it matter if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul?" Or you know, mm-hmm. it also says mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, may you prosper even as thy soul prosper, even as your soul prosper. So everything, yes. there, there needs to be. Yes some sort of correlation everything must just be working you know you need to just yeah, have that balance true. so it's, it's 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 important guys it's important and um i like the fact that you're going through all these things and you've realized that it's part of the process yeah uh, yeah yeah you you will start this business you will have these amazing ideas but at the end of the day man you need to be prepared to pay the price true and the price is very, it's very high. <laughs> the price very, is very high. high. It's, it's expensive. You need to just be able to pay that price. Mm. Great, man. Great. Um, I loved this interview. Um, yes. Same here. Same here. Uh, Luckily, I, I, I have an amazing host here. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but let's, let's move away from the entrepreneurship, uh, student life and all that. Let's just talk about, let's say, beyond the LinkedIn profile. What do you do in your free time, bro? Okay, cool. So, I mean, I honestly don't get that much free time. But, like, when I do get free time, um, I do like dabbling in some FIFA. I'm a big FIFA fan. Like, you know, um, my friends actually, my team, uh, I support Chelsea and yourself. Ah, bro, I don't watch soccer, bro. I'm in Tanji Tiski. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, I'm a big FIFA fan. And then um, also, I'm also big on YouTube, you know. Like, uh, I use it a lot for learning, you know. There's a lot of stuff you can learn on there. And there's a lot of entertainment videos as well, you know. Just some funny videos you can watch there. Sure, sure. Do you play any sport? Oh yes. Um I used to I used to play soccer last year. I used to play soccer last year with, with some of my friends, even one of my co-founders, Wamashudu, uh Daniel and Donano, we used to play soccer, but business got extremely demanding, so we didn't get much time for that. But what we're trying to do is we, we still want to keep um, in, in healthy, like keep our bodies healthy. So we're trying to go back to the gym as well. Although we won't have time for soccer, we're still going to the gym just to keep fit, you know, keep mentally fit, physically fit, emotionally fit, all those kind of things. But yeah, either way, like, I mean, I mean, um, I do I do like watching films sometimes in my free time. I'm like a bit of a film critic kind of. So I do like analyzing films and so on and so on, but I only do that really on holidays and whatnot. And yeah, I guess those are like the, the basic things, I guess I say I do in my free time when I do get some sort of time on my hands. Sure, sure. That's, that's great, man. That's great. Uh, that's, that's you guys paying the price. It'll make sense, you know, a few yeah. years down the line. And I'm happy that I got to interview you before you blow up. So that yeah, you know, yeah. they can come back and be like, this guy realized the potential, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll so you get the bragging rights. Of course. You get the ah, bragging rights for getting Lisedi on his first podcast before you know, anything yeah. big happens. So you have the exclusive bragging rights. The exclusive before you go on BBC, bragging. before you go on ENCA, <laughs> I would have interviewed you first, my guy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now nah, that's that's great, man. I think let's let's wrap it up, man. But before we we finish, what is give us some parting words for my listeners, some okay. some words of wisdom. 
Okay, so before I give parting words, I just want to say, um, I know this might sound very commercial or whatever, but if you want to find, follow the Campus Connect journey, if you've been interested in us, like you can follow us on social media at Campus Connect SA on Twitter yes, sir. and on Instagram, Campus Connect ZA. Then if you want to have a look at how our platform looks, it's www.campusconnectsa.com. So that's where you can look at that. And then now to focus on the final, my final words. So, like the final thing I want to say, right, is um, this goes out to to the are still very early on in their journey. You know, they're still at the point of the journey where things are still hard. Like they haven't received, they haven't achieved any level of success yet. And what I want to say is, like, I know it's hard. You know, I know it's very very hard right now. You know, um, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of hate before you receive any support. You know. You're going to get, like, when you're eating noodles every day or whatever, a lot of people will be laughing at you, you know. A lot of people will be putting you down saying, why are you doing this? Why do you think you're special? But you need to keep going. You need to keep going. And then eventually you'll find people that can kind of, like, see your potential. They can kind of, like, see where you're going, you know. Eventually your idea, eventually your, your, your goal, eventually your vision will come into fruition. And then once it comes into fruition, everything will make sense, you know. And there's something, some, there's an important song I want you to listen to, um, it's called um, This Is No Burial by Andre Alza or something like that. And like this song is very special to me. And I feel like I feel like whether you're a Christian, you know, you Muslim, whatever you believe in, I feel like this can resonate with you because the overall theme of the song, right, is that um, you've got to be planted before you can grow. So this is no burial. So in those moments when you're being planted into the ground and you feel like you're being buried, you feel like it's time for you to die. But like, it's not not even, you know, you're being planted before you can grow. You, even the flower, there's a point in the song where it says, even the flowers of the field, they know that you've got to be planted before you can grow. So the flowers of the field, you can see them as other successful people, you know, like the Vusis, the Elon Musks, the, all of those guys. Those guys also went through their own personal things. And they know when you're going through that journey, like they know that you have to be planted before you can grow. You can't be Elon Musk without going through a lot of, uh, without going through so many failures you can't become Vusi Tembegwai without living in your office and sleeping in your car for like six months you know like if you follow entrepreneurship if you follow some entrepreneurs closely now I'd suggest look at the struggles they went through look at the struggles they went through and they will kind of like give you the strength to keep going you know that's that's kind of what motivated me seeing that other entrepreneurs struggled long before and long before they got any sort of recognition, it's what will keep you going, you know, that you know that this is just a part of the journey. It's a crucial part of the journey because you can't grow. You have to be planted before you can, you know, you have to go to the struggle before you can reach that success. And that's my final message to everyone listening out there. Thank you so much, Lissedi. And guys, uh, www.campusconnect.com, right? www.campusconnectsa.com you can go there if you're a student right now and you're listening to this just go onto the website you might find some content that you like uh, that would help you with your studies Lissedi this this has been great man thank you so much for coming through thank you for your time thank you so much for putting me on man all the best with Campus Connect. We hope to see you on the Forbes uh, 500 list on the on the, on the S and P 500. Yes, yes. It's a matter of time, bro. It's a matter yes. of time. Positive energy, man. Positive energy. We need that. Yeah, man. So good, man. Cheers. Great, man. Thanks, thanks, Darlington. Thanks.